Hallelujah. Father, you're worthy of praise once again. We rejoice in your name this morning. We celebrate your goodness and grace, mercy and love that are new every morning. We are alive once again to behold your glory, to behold your beauty, to behold your splendor. We celebrate your name, your glory, your beauty, your majesty. Thank you. Thank you for waking us up once again. Thank you for granting us another opportunity like this to come before you to share, oh God, once again in the realities of your demand for our day. Thank you for the things that you have been expressing to us. Thank you for the way that you have been speaking to us. We bless you, Father. Once again, as we gather, as we look into your heart, into your word, as you speak to us, we pray this morning once again that there be clarity, O oh God, clarity of heart, clarity of purpose, clarity of intention. And once again, Father, this day that we will further press into the revelation of your voice, of your mind, Christ be magnified in us, that your will once again find, yes, inroad into our hearts, that we lay aside, O oh God, our ways, our ideas, our philosophy. We embrace you tonight, this morning. We embrace your voice. We embrace your desire. We embrace your counsel. We ask you to be glorified, be magnified. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, for those who will be joining us and those that will be listening to this broadcast later on. I pray, Father, that every one of them will find once again this word relevant to them. They will find values and principles in this declaration that can help them to further press into that life of divine representation. I thank you, God, for the change that is already taking place in our life. Thank you, Father, for the transformation that is already taking place within our space. Thank you, Lord, for this word that is overing over the spiritual atmosphere of this nation. Changing the perspective of how we look at life, how we see ourselves. I bless you, Father. We glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. <clears throat> if you're joining us this morning, I want to once again welcome you to another live session, to another broadcast. We want to thank God for the way the Spirit of the Lord has been speaking to us. God has been ministering so powerfully to us. And we are so grateful for the revelation of God's heart, of God's mind. This is a very important, critical topic that we have been looking into this is our fourth session. We began yesterday. And I believe once again that this morning, or at the Spirit of God will lead us further and bring us closer into that position where we are able to have, if you will, all of the resources that is required of us, amen, to make informed decision. Not just about marriage, amen, but about our life. Because at the end of the day, amen, what we are dealing with is about us. Marriage, basically, amen, is a ministry. It's something the Lord will have us, amen, carry out in, in, in fulfilling his purpose. But then we have to also understand that it takes a person. It takes two, amen, 
to be married. So we have to also look into amen, the, the areas of our own individual life. And I think that is something the Spirit of God personally has been emphasizing, amen, that it's not about the coming together, it's about, amen, what we are bringing, amen, into this union, what we are, amen, offering this union, what we are, you know, uh, 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 you know, yes, that's the word, what we are offering. <clears throat> and I think that is something that, amen, we, we want to continually look into because what makes, amen, what makes a good marriage, amen, is 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 the beauty is the is the love if you will is the value is the principle that two people bring together amen yes one shall put a fall a thousand two shall put a fall ten thousand so marriage basically is designed to accelerate our life amen to bring us closer amen into that point into that position where we're able to fulfill amen the, the counsels and the purposes of god for our life so uh, beyond just talking about the marriage itself as an institution i think it's important amen that we look at amen the person coming into and you know what i was preparing this morning just thinking about you know, the ideas, the, the, the ancient ideas that have been built around, you know, this, this issue of marriage and union and all of that. And it's amazing the things, amen, the, the Spirit of God began to drop in my heart. All right, all right, because amen, people, have, people have approached marriage for various reasons in the past. If you look at the, the the way the ideologies that the that the that the royal people amen engage marriage back in the, in the ancient time is totally different amen of course from how you know uh, uh, you know you know ordinary people if you talk about even slaves you know you know engage you know marriage so it, it, it depends on amen the, the the society and the and the and the culture that one is amen looking at even the idea of marriage from you know nations have various reasons and and an agenda behind or a marriage and I, like i said you know uh, yesterday and of course we've been talking about that for a while that there is a marriage outside amen the garden outside the outside the garden outside when i say outside the garden i'm talking about outside the mind of god outside the will of god you find all various asundries of amen what people define to be marriage amen People have used marriage to secure, you know, uh, uh, their border, all right? Two nations are into war, you know, and then somebody says, okay, if we're going to stop this marriage, let's exchange our, you know, our, our children in marriage. All kinds of ideas people have brought into, you know, marriage. People have given, you know, uh, uh, their children, you know, in marriage for various reasons, all right? Well, talking about that, I was, I was also looking at the idea that, you know, back in the days, you know, you talk about the, you know, arranged marriage. You know why is it that in most cases the marriage work? You 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 you, you want to ask yourself. You know somebody decides, okay, uh, I, I'm going to give my children or my child, amen. You know to to you know to you know to your to your family, all right, in marriage. And these two people they've never met before, and they come together, all right. And uh, you know things work out. Of course, it works out because you know the the culture, the culture that defines the environment of marriage also speak, amen, and contribute hugely, amen, into into that marriage. All right, in a culture where there there are certain you know uh, values, beliefs, all right, you know, order, respect. Okay, so such that uh, you know what a lot of people are facing and are going through in terms of, you know, understanding marriage today. Back in those days, those things were not there. The issue of respect, the issue of, you know, submitting, amen, to what your father wants, the issue of obedience, all right? You know, back in those days, you know, ladies were basically raised, you know, 
to get married someday. So all of the training, the, the, the ideas of, you know, uh, 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 protocols, if you will, you know, all of those things has been inbuilt. That is the, basically the ministry of the mother to raise, to train that, you know, girl. One day, amen, to be given, you know, in hand to some, you know, maybe royal family or to some very rich, you know, uh, uh, you know, you know, person and all of that. So you, you, you find all of that and we can talk about all of that. All right. But we want to understand marriage from heaven's perspective. That's what I am interested in. And I'm not saying those, you know, other uh, uh, areas that, you know, I just mentioned are not important. They are, they are important because till today they influence, they impact, amen, how we look at, amen, this beautiful, uh, 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 you know, ministry God has given to us. God has brought a man and a woman together, amen, to advance his will, but not just to advance his will, amen, to share their life together. That's something very huge, amen. We, we, we tend to take, you know, take it for granted because, you know, everybody just does it today. You know, somebody, two guys can, you know, uh, of course, two guys, you know, a girl and, a, and a, a man and a woman can wake up tomorrow and just walk into, you know, their so-called home affairs or whatever and just get married without even involving anybody. Maybe they get, you know, a, a, a witness, a friend, you know, and that's it. And, and they are legally married. But back in the days, it wasn't like that, amen. This is a thing about two families coming together and all the things that they go through you understand but we want to truly begin to understand and i'm not saying amen that even our family involved in marriage is not important it's important <clears throat> but what amen we're looking into amen is the value is the heart is is what defines is is what amen if you will unifies amen two people together and i think that is something very important that we should not miss all right like i said back in those days even marriage was used to unify homes family you know communities cities nations yes they do that all right you know a, 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 a you know a princess you know uh, is raised one day amen to be given in hand to another you know another prince of you know in another nation just to you know create you know if you will peace and and, and tranquility within the border of a, of a nation and, and I, I guess till today they still do it in some places but I, we want to kind of understand amen what goes into amen what is the purpose like i've just explained some of the purpose that we've seen in the past amen is for security sake all right it's for you know uniting some 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 family all right you know if they are lucky all right they get to marry into it you know into a very a rich home you know maybe a, a you know a a, a a a noble home you know and and that kind of changed the you know their their you know their their, their life all right yes people have used marriage amen to to change their life to you know to to upscale amen their position in in in, in society you understand but hardly in those days that people actually marry for true love for love you know that you know somebody decide goes out of his way and say no i love this person you know and, and i want to marry in fact back in the back in the days they fight it they fight it they, they refuse it because marriage is seen as a powerful investment you know to become something to achieve something to get something you understand and that idea amen of using marriage to to get something to become something amen to 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 know somebody amen to you know connect to a family all right to upscale you know your social you know status has not changed till today we still see you know that in fact when you begin to probe deep into amen why people do what they do particularly in the place of marriage you begin to realize wow there are all kinds of layers of agendas 
and we've, we've talked about some of these things, amen. Some of the things that we must not, you know, uh, 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 involve ourselves, you know, too, if we want to get married or we shouldn't marry, amen, for those purposes. Maybe I'm going to look at some of those ones because I've got about, I think, about 10 or, you know, 12 points. But I really want us, first of all, to focus, amen, on our individuality. I think that is something that has been missing. All right, in the place of union, the place of two people coming together. All right, like I said, people marry for all various reasons, and if the reason why you you go into a relationship or you even get connected to, I mean, you know this, like I know that some people go to you know while they're in school, they've got you know friends, all right, that are well to do, all right, and you know where you come from that you you're struggling, you know, there's a challenge, but maybe one of those you know uh, uh, guys decides to you know just like you, you understand, and you know how you try to make maintain your your relationship so that at least you can be in the class of the you know of the elites I, I know that thing because I've been in that in, in that situation before, all right? Until the Lord, you know, opened my eyes, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 you know, really, you know, deliver me from that because we, we, we go through things in life and the things that we go through in life, the kind of people we meet, the kind of relationship, amen, we, we, we meet in our journey of life, amen, shapes and influence, amen, how we look at life, amen, where we come from, like I said, our background, our home front, amen, the parenting, all of that affects, amen, how we finally decide amen who to marry where to marry amen and all of that but i really want us to look first of all into our own individuality who are you who are you as a person what are you looking for what are you searching for and of course i'm talking about christians here I'm not dealing with, you know, uh, unbelievers. No, we're talking about believers, Christians, amen. Who are you? Have you discovered yourself? Because that's, that's the first thing, amen. Your salvation should help you to identify. Have you discovered who you are in Christ? Yes, you're, an, you're a child of God. Yes, you're born again. Yes, uh, uh, if you die today, you go to heaven. That's fine. But what are you designed for? What is your call? What is your purpose? What is your assignment? Because that is going to influence and impact every other thing, amen, that you're going to, you know, achieve or become in life, amen. Like I said, a lot of people have lived their life, amen, in the shadow of others, in the shadow of their parents, in the shadow of their community, in the shadow of their society, in the shadow of their past, all right. And so uh, we, we're forever making decisions based on, amen, what has influenced our life, not based on who we are. So I think before we even proceed further, it's important that we ask ourselves, who am I? Who am I? Who are you? How have you discovered, amen, your identity, amen, in the scope of God's, of God's word, of God's will? Have you, have you discovered who you are? Do you know who you are? Or you are still struggling, amen, to, to accept, amen? And of course, it's the same challenge that most people that today, they will tell you, well, I, I, I don't want to become, you know, a guy again. I want to become a girl. I want, it, it, because the issue of damaged identity, all right, which of course is caused by so many complex realities in our life that most time we don't even know, amen. Those things pushes us, amen, to assume an identity that is not truly ours. To assume, amen, a position, a condition of life that we are not. I mean, it took me a while to, to find who I am, amen, in God, who I am in Christ, who I am in the kingdom. Sometimes even in the things of God, amen, you can be lost. And I was thinking about, about you know, along that line this morning, just before I, you know, I, you know, I, I came, you know, uh, to broadcast that, you know, parenting does a lot to our life. 
right? If if things go wrong, amen, in the in the order in the act of parenting, you understand? It can destroy not just our identity but our sense of security as humans. All right, our sense of you know self-esteem is destroyed, and that impacts and affects, amen, how we look at ourselves, how we look at life, amen, and how we make choices, how we make decisions. You understand? But okay, fine, that is good, or rather, that's not good. But you you will assume that when people give their life to Jesus, that amen, they they become members of the of the church, members of the body of Christ. That to certain degree, amen, that what they hear in church, hallelujah should begin to correct and change, amen, the wrong values and principles and, and belief system, amen, that people, you know, were born into or have, you know, have grown into or have developed, amen, because I want to believe that that is one of the reasons why, amen, the church was established to help us, amen, change by helping us to identify and discover who we are in Christ Jesus, because it's not enough to just say, well, yes, I belong to Jesus, uh, well, I'm a, I'm a believer, but who are you, amen, as a person in Christ that that identity that you see the, the, you, you can have you can have a million Christians each of them are unique just like amen they 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 you know, our fingerprints and, you know, and other, you know, our, our areas of our life. You talk about our DNA, amen. Differs, amen. They say there are no two fingerprints, amen. Every aspect of our life are unique. And I think that sense of uniqueness, amen, we have downplayed it. Even in the church. Such that when we teach and when we teach or even when we preach, amen, we don't really go deep into, amen, the very recess of the people, amen, that has been committed into our hands. And that's why I love the way, amen, God has opened my own eyes, amen, to, to, to look at these things. And when he brings people into my life, I, I want to relate with them on that individual, you know, person to person, you know, basis. Alright, yes, we minister to people generally, but there are those that are connected to us. And I like to relate to them one-on-one -on -one because I, I need to know them. I, I need to know them, you know, and I need to be able to speak into their into that individuality, into that person. Amen. I, I don't want to generalize because when you generalize, amen, you have a general, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, a general answer but when you begin to you know deal with people on an individual basis amen it it allowed them to identify themselves you know there are there are things in our life that we don't even know that are there until amen god placed people in our life and and god begin to use those people to probe to probe those areas of our life areas that we have even buried amen areas of our life amen that we have we have we have completely shut our memory away from but they are there locked somewhere all right. So when, when God brings people into, into our life, we ought to train, we ought to help them to discover who they are, what they represent, amen, in the vast reality of the kingdom. Because that speaks into, amen, how they are going to relate and connect, amen, and, and, and you know, if you will, amen, join themselves with other people. Because, all right, like I said, when, when, when God joins people together, two people together, hallelujah, of course it's for a reason, it's for a purpose. But God, the joining of God, amen, is beyond just the, the facial expression. It's beyond just, amen, yes, this guy can speak the Bible. He knows the word. He, he can pray. Those are good, amen. But beyond that, there is, there's a uniqueness. There's a unique identity. There's a culture. There's a belief system. You see, like me, I'm different. 
I'm different from so many Christians. The way I do my thing, my music era, my preference, amen. The way I look at life as a believer, as a Christian, is totally different. And that speaks into my prophetic identity. You see, that speaks into my prophetic identity. Now, if my spouse does not understand that aspect of me, all right, there will always be issues, even though the person may be a child of God, may be a Christian, but because, amen, there is no connectivity, there's no, there's no understanding of who you are, what you represent, amen, what you have been assigned to represent as an individual, amen, within the body of Christ, within the church. And I think that is a major problem, all right, that I, particularly I have seen in the church that needs to be corrected because I'm thinking about this, that there's a lot of people out there today. I mean, people go to church, people go to church, all right, and then you find singles in the church. And then by you, you, still, you still find people in the church not able to connect together. Well, because first of all, there is no, there's, no, there's no trust. And the reason why there is no trust, the reason why people don't trust themselves, yes, they may be going out, they may be you know, doing all of those things that they do, all right? But it's difficult for somebody, amen, for a brother or a sister today to decide and say, oh, that sister, I want to marry that sister. Oh, that brother, I don't mind you know, joining my life with that person. Even though you sit under the same anointing, you hear the same word and all of But there's something in you that is not just connecting. Why? Because the quality, Amen. Of, of teaching. That's what the Lord dropped in my heart this morning. The quality of teaching. And this, this, this I want to lay, amen, on the laps of men of God. Amen. Those people that God has placed over our life, amen, to watch over us, to, to resources, to build us, and not, amen, really doing the job. I mean, a lot of a lot of preaching are going on. A lot of preaching are going on. But the teaching that ought to be bringing us to, 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 to engage ourselves, amen, by, by looking at ourselves at the mirror of the word and say this is who you are you you read you either embrace this person amen because it's the right person or you reject what you have seen because amen that does not reflect what god hallelujah ordained amen for for our life i think that is something that we have to really work on particularly in this season that god is saying i'm giving you a window of opportunity to to self-correct amen to realign yourself to reform yourself amen this is the time where we need to begin to you know step up amen the quality of the word that we teach in the church such such that we're able to address the areas of amen individuals dysfunctionality individuals amen you know uh, 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 you know insecurity amen low self-esteem we have to and i'm not saying bringing some pet pep talk. I'm talking about addition, amen, the gospel of the kingdom because when you begin to handle you know the gospel of the kingdom it makes demand amen on you to change and it's from that point that people are able, amen, to, to begin to develop the right values such that when somebody within the local church or maybe other church comes and say, wow, I see value in this person. I'm, I'm ready to lay down my life. I'm ready to go into, amen. I'm ready to, you know, to take this, this person's hand, hallelujah. I'm ready to journey. I'm ready to walk with this person because you have to marry in the Lord. Where, how do you marry in the Lord? Of course, through the values that have been established, amen, by the body of Christ. But that is not there because what we're giving people today is just shallow, amen. It's sour milk, amen. It's stale bread, amen. So we have to begin to, amen. Men of God needs to begin to, amen, upscale their 
quality of word. It's called discipleship. When we start discipling people, you see, many of the things that I'm talking about are based on, amen, biblical discipleship. Because when you know yourself and you know what you have been assigned for, amen, and you look at a brother in the church or a sister in the church, amen, that, that is speaking the same language, amen, that you, you seem to have the same passion. Because that's the environment. That environment ought to, amen, help you, amen, to, to, to be able to, you know, if you will, you know, connect, to be able to, amen, find, amen. You don't go find, hallelujah, outside the border of the church. You don't go find, amen, you know, in, in the world system, amen. You don't want to find, amen, your life partner in a, in a, in a bap, you know, uh, somewhere, you know, in some God. I mean, where, where you connect, amen, <laughs> to people, amen, also speaks to the kind of quality of life, the kind of value, amen, that they're going to be bringing. That is important. I was thinking about that. I was yesterday. I mean, there are a lot of young people. Amen. A, a guy met, you know, a girl in a, you know, in a, in a disco house, in a party, you know, in in a beer parlor or somewhere. All right. Maybe they give their life to Jesus, but you know, that 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 residue of of the carnal life is still there. So it becomes difficult for the person, all right, to change. So, and I'm not saying people cannot change. Of course, people can change. But, amen, where you meet people, amen, the place you connect, the place you find, you know, that person that, you know, you want to take, hallelujah, as your life partner is very important. Because, amen, if we begin to create the, the right environment and stop playing politics in the church and stop dancing around the things of God and start doing what we ought to do, guess what? The, the, the ground becomes, you know, a, a fertile ground for people. People to you know to search to scout and find hallelujah because the scripture says he will find why oh, finds a good thing what is what what are you finding amen in in the woman what values are you looking for amen yes he who finds a wife finds a good thing to find a wife means means that to find certain quality of value. To find a man, the right man that you believe God has connected you with, hallelujah, must must reflect, amen, certain value system, amen, that speaks into the very what, into the very heart, into the very nature, into the very demand, hallelujah, of God for your life. Yes, except Bible says, can two walk together except they be in agreement, amen. That point, that place of agreement, amen, must be speaking to, amen. What you have been ordained for, what you have been designed for, and all of that, hallelujah, is, 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 is a reflection of part of what makes who you are, your personality. Because when Christ comes into our life, it changes us, amen, inside out. When Christ comes into our life, we are changed inside out. So it's not just something that is, amen, on the inside. It impacts, it affects, amen, even our, our lifestyle, our character, amen. It, it, it defines, amen, our sense of value, amen, our sense of worth, amen. It defines, amen, our preference, amen. We don't, we, we don't change, amen, only to still be keeping our old lifestyle. No, every aspect must change. But even though that takes a while, but guess what? It's, it's a work in progress, but then we know at least that we're on the right path. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. So we have to, amen, look into these things. Do you know who you are? Because who you are, not who you have assumed to be, not who, amen, society, amen, defined you, not, you know, what, amen, your, 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 you know, your environment have shaped you into, 
But who are you in the new life, in the new amen, you know, uh, uh, environment earlier, uh, that you found yourself in Christ? Have you discovered, amen, what are the things that unlocks your passion? What are the things that motivate, amen, you to pray? What are the things that when you pray, you know, when you, when you start praying about that thing, you know, something jumps up on the inside of you. What, what are you? You have to find it. You have to discover you have to be able to locate that, that sense of identifying yourself, amen, plays a major role in settling on, amen, who you are going to, hallelujah, settle with. Amen. Now, I quickly want to, in fact, I was looking at that scripture. I'm not sure, maybe I should just do this now. Bless you. I read Proverbs uh, 18, Proverbs 18, 22 says, whosoever finds a wife, and I was looking at that word, amen, whosoever finds a wife, amen, findeth a good thing, I'm reading from the old King James, findeth a good thing, and obtain, obtain favor, amen, from the, from the Lord, meaning that, amen, the values, the values that you're able to find in the, in the woman, that is called a wife. Amen. Remember that at the end of the day, the wife is the is the is the woman, or the woman is a wife. Amen. So the Bible says he will find. It means that suggests to us, amen, that we have to go out of our, if you will, our you know, our comfort zone, our bother, amen. We have to search to be able to find. No, no, not like you you know, you not like she's lost somewhere. No, you're finding a value in her. You're finding a value. You're finding, amen, a particular value that speaks into, amen, the, the, the value of your assignment, the call, amen, the, the purpose of God for your life, amen. You've got to be able to find it. So if you, if you find it, it must fit in. He who finds, and I was looking at that word, amen, to find. It's amazing. That word, amen, from the Hebrew, amen, from the Hebrew uh, word means, you know, Ma, you know, ma, masa, masa, masa. It means to, 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 to find in order to, to acquire. To find in order to acquire. To find or to acquire. In other words, you have to be probing. That, that word find means to probe. Amen. To probe. To probe. Amen. It means to probe. It means to be able to, to, be able to catch. It means to catch. So there's a sense of this thing is hiding. This thing is not, it's not visible. It's not something you just see. Right? You have to find it. It means to, to you know, to, to, to search, to seek with speed. To lay hold of. Are you seeing the adjective? These are very important. He who finds a sad. You want, to, you want to be able to you know, inquire in what you are seeking for. But guess what? To find, you must have a scale. You must have you know, a, 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 a measure of standard. You see what I'm saying? You can't find something that you're not looking for. And if you're looking for something, there's a reason, there's an objective for searching. Unless you're not finding you must know, amen, what you are looking for in, in order to find. 
I'm talking about amen, you know, marriage within the concept, within the reality. Remember back in the days, amen, it is God that brings the woman to us. This day, God says, no, you have to. The man must be the one to find. So there's a quality that the man must have. There's a quality, amen, the, 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 the individual must have the quality of maturity, the quality of being able to identify, the quality of, first of all, amen, seeking, amen, that which will complement because you're finding something that should complement, that should, amen, connect, that, that should synchronize, amen, that should, amen, speak into what you want to what fulfill. What you want to carry out, amen? Because the scripture says, for this purpose. Now, let's read on. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. Now, of course, the wife is not a thing, but what she carries is a thing. The woman is not a thing, but what she carries, what she's bringing, amen, are things. What are the things? Values treasures amen of a quality lifestyle treasures amen of grace and truth there are things amen within her just like the scripture says amen in in fact maybe i should quickly look at that thank you father Am I opening the right? I'm, I'm trying to open Proverbs. Remember in Proverbs, amen, is it Proverbs that, you know, 31, the Bible talk about who can find a virtuous woman? Let me see. Let me see if I can. I'm trying to connect to something here. Thank you, Jesus. This is important. I just need to look at this quickly. Yes. Yeah, in Proverbs 30, 31, excuse me, Proverbs 30, 31, the Bible says, a wife of a noble character who can find wife of noble character a woman of nobility peter spoke about amen the beauty of of a woman amen as what as as a virtue as an inner virtue amen says the the, the beauty of a woman is not the ad, adorning of amen the outer man the outer shell that's good but that's not what defines it is, amen, it is, is this the expression of the, of the inner value? And that's why I said earlier on that it's on that basis, amen, that back in the days that, you know, men can give their, you know, their, their, their daughter or their son, amen, to other people that they are not even familiar with. But because they know the quality, they know the value, they know what has been in, in, in embedded, built into that individual, all right? 
they release that person. And that person, amen, back in the days, amen, they know that what they are marrying into, amen, is value. Is value. Every other thing, amen, is secondary. So the, the scripture says, a, a wife or woman of, of noble character, who can find it? It's a mystery. You, you have to go beyond the, the normal, you know, uh, uh, scouting, the, the what you want to, you know, discover on the outer, on the outer realm, on the natural human realm. And that's why, amen, when we talk about amen, marriage, we're talking about, like I've been saying, we're talking about something bigger and deeper than just, amen, this outer shell, this, this thing that we are craving for. Because at the end of the day, that inner quality of life I mean, is what God uses to advance his purpose. So if I mean, a, a woman I mean, expresses all the beauty and all the, 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 the things that we want to see, we want to, but she lacks that character, then she can't be found. Because those who are, who are searching, remember, it, it takes a noble man, amen, to find nobility, amen, in this quality of a, of, a, you know, of a woman. It takes somebody, amen, that is searching for something precious. Hallelujah. It takes somebody who is searching for something precious to recognize that precious thing when he finds it. If you're not, if you're not seeking for, you know, what is precious, I mean, how do you begin to rejoice? How do you place value when you find it? And I think that is something that, amen, we, 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 we see today, amen, because we are not seeking for, you know, virtue. We're not seeking for value. We're not seeking for truth. We're not seeking for, amen, that which is not of the earth. We're not seeking for, you know, quality. So even when we find it, amen, we abuse it. We misuse it, amen. We discard it. We reject it. It takes a noble man to find a noble character in a woman. That's why I, I'm, I'm saying that it is important that we are able, first of all, to, to find ourselves. Before you are able to find, amen, a woman of nobility, a woman of noble character, you have to find yourself. Because when you find yourself, when you see that which, amen, is valuable, hallelujah, you, you place premium price on it. That's the point that I'm making. You place premium, high price on it. And of course, the price, amen, it's not some, you know, a, a value of gold. It's not money. Hallelujah. It's a quality, amen, of, 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 of honor, of, of respect, amen, of dignity, amen. It's, it's, the, it's the outpouring, amen, of, of satisfaction, amen, that brings pleasure to God. Hallelujah wife of noble character who can find now the scripture went further she is worth far more than rubies she is far she is she wants far more than rubies her husband of course this man has found her her husband amen has full confidence in her her husband so they, they, they're not telling us amen the nobility of the man who finds this woman, amen, of, of, of character. The Bible says, a husband, amen, has full confidence in her. 
Is that something we can say today? It means that this woman, Alia, she's a definition of integrity. She's impeccable. She's honest. She's truthful. That's the first thing the scripture highlights about a man, a husband. He finds full confidence in her. Listen to this. And lacks nothing of value. He lacks nothing of value. The husband takes full confidence in her. And he lacks nothing of value. Why? Because this woman is an expression of what? Of value to him. Value plays a key role. Hallelujah. In the issues that we are dealing with. But not everybody can identify value because not everybody is seeking for value. What you are seeking for in a woman or in a man, amen, speaks into the reality that you're gonna, gonna be, you know, expressing within your home. If 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 a person of value, hallelujah marry someone who has no value there's going to be war what will be the war the war is going to be on the on will be centered on value you place value on things he placed no value on it you place values amen on things she placed no value on it that's why i said we marry purpose we marry value If your values are not speaking together, if your purpose is not speaking together, if your assignments are not speaking to each other, <clears throat> guess what? No matter how comfortable you are, no matter how comfortable both of you are, you will end up separating. Because comfort, amen, listen, is a byproduct, amen, of what both of you value. You see, comfort and value are two different things. Comfort you can buy. Value you cannot buy. Value you bring into the relationship. Value you must bring it. You must bring it. You don't create it where you get there. No. You bring it into the relationship. <clears throat> the purpose is part of the default of, of, of your life. That's what you marry. And if you marry a purpose that is clear, hallelujah, the purpose defines your values. The Bible says, a wife, a woman of noble character who can find, and I've explained that word to find, hallelujah, means to search, to inquire, to seek diligently, to chase to the point you find and you catch it. It's like, it's like you, you, you're searching for something very precious and you, 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 know, you, you lay in ambush waiting, searching for this thing. You scout until you find it. That, that, that's the expression of the word, amen, finding. It's like it's hidden. The Bible talks about, amen, you know, a one who finds a treasure in a piece of land 
And for the joy of that treasure, he wants to sell everything he owns only to come and buy that piece of land. You get the point? He comes to buy that piece of land. Amen. I'm not, I'm not talking about dowry here. No. You buy, amen, the virtue, the value, hallelujah, the, the what, the quality, amen, the spirit of that person. That's what you, that, that's what you invest into. Because you know that, amen, investing into that thing, amen, accelerate your own assignment. You know, you're, you're, not, you're not paying premium price to hang this thing, amen, as a souvenir. This is not hunting. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to get that to man and I, you, you do everything, you spend, you do everything. Just like, you know, guys do in school, you know. They say, oh, that girl, she's tough. She's, she takes no, she, she doesn't take no. She, she, doesn't, she doesn't accept, you know, uh, yes. She, she, she. Then one guy comes, he says, I'm the, you know, comes from a very wealthy home, a rich home. So it dazzled her. Finally, she fell. And then she, he, go, he goes and says, finally, I caught, I caught her. She, she becomes a souvenir. <laughs> she becomes a souvenir. You're trying to play tough. You're trying to play hard, hard to catch, hard to get. I'll, I'll show you. They say every, everyone has a price. And then he start dazzling this, this girl. Start dazzling her. Start lavishing you know, money and all kinds of things. Yeah, she, she struggled for a month and said no, no, no. Then he finds one last thing that she couldn't resist. That's it. She's been caught. That's not what I'm talking about. But that's a reality. And you know what I'm talking about? And guys, guys are like that. They're like hunters. You know? They hunt for pleasure. You're playing, you're playing hard, to, hard to get, right? Okay. They will hunt you down. It takes you to the best of the best of the best restaurants. I mean, mention he gives it to you. He just wants to conquer you. He wants to conquer you. He wants to prove, amen, that you are just, you know, one of those pictures he placed on his wall. See, see all this one. All these girls have conquered them. <laughs> you see, that's why I say, if you don't know who you are, if you have not discovered who you are, what you represent, you will fall for it. Because every one of us have a need. So, he uses your need, amen, as a bait to what to catch you. He uses your bait. So, I want to ask you again. Who are you? Not what, amen, you have, you have painted yourself to represent. Not what, amen, even what, not what your family, amen, has designed you or defined you to be. Not what your environment, your, you know, the feminist move, society, amen, says who you are. But who are you in the eyes of God? What has God defined your life to be? What has God called you to reflect? That is what, amen, 
you should take pride in because the person that God, amen, has ordained and, and, and designed for you as your help meet, hallelujah, will be looking for that truth, authentic you. <laughs> so if you're not reflecting the authentic you, amen, he will be walking past you. He will miss you and you will miss him. So people are praying, God, give me a wife. God, give me a husband. But you are not authentic. Here is the gift all around, you know, waiting for you, looking for you. But because, amen, you, you've lied, amen, you've, 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 you've made up, you've made up or made up to such a level that the person can't recognize because the person is scouting the spirit. Who can find a, man, a woman of noble character? They're searching for the character, but you're portraying something else. You're getting the point. Certain values has to be well built in you. Because that is what attracts a man of nobility. A woman of nobility will never marry a man, a man that is not of noble character. I'm not talking about noble birth. Noble birth and noble character are two different things. You can be, I mean, after all, Absalom was of a noble birth. <laughs> Yes. Absalom was of a noble birth. But look at his life. There are people in the scripture, amen, who were of noble birth. But they end up like, like ordinary people. Why? Because they, 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 they were of noble birth, but they did not have a noble character. What is noble character? Amen. The character of honor, of dignity, not pride. You see, and now that is what God places in a man. Because by nature, the man is searching, amen, for, for honor. A true man, amen, is searching for honor. A woman that will honor him. That's, that's what, you know, that word respect. That word respect comes from the word honor. You cannot, amen, respect somebody that you have, you do not honor. You see, you cannot respect somebody that you do not honor. Amen. Respect is a manifestation of the honor you give. Are you seeing? Now, God placed that in a man. That's part of amen, the makeup of the man. That's where he goes and fight. He goes and challenge the powers of darkness. That's why he's the priest. Priesthood comes with honor. Hallelujah. It's not, it's not the man trying to be proud. No. It's part of his makeup. Hallelujah. His honor is expressed in his humility and his humility is expressed in his honor. That is a reflection, hallelujah, of fatherhood. He watches over, he protects. It's a security to his home, to his family, to his community. Instead of him to run away, he, he, he charges against that's part of, amen, the nature of a man. Any kind of a man, amen, if it's a true man. Not the one who are <laughs> trying to be something else. All this character is in him. So when he finds a woman of noble character, a woman of noble character connects to that honor, gives him respect. The man will lavish love on you. 
Because that's part of who he is. That's his makeup. Are you getting the, po the point that we're making? I'm looking at time. I've got a few highlights that I, I want to point out. Thank you, Father. So, what, let me just quickly recap what I've said. In case you've forgotten or maybe you're just joining. Before a man, you give yourself to a man or before a man finds you, whichever way. You have to, first of all, both, both of them, first of all, must find themselves. Remember, the man is to find something. So find a woman of noble character. But before that happens, he has to find himself. Finding himself, amen, is part of discovering his essence on earth, his purpose. His life, amen, is motivated by, amen, what drives him. What drives him. Now, when, you f when, when he finds himself, then he's looking for, amen, somebody that can what? That can complement him, that can what? That can assist him, fulfill that which he has discovered, amen, you know, as his purpose. We're looking at the reason why God created, invented, if you will, marriage. All of the ideas that we have read, all of the you know, uh, uh, concepts and philosophy that is today built around marriage, be it you know, uh, uh, even the Greek mythology, amen, be it the, you know, the, 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 the Roman idea, be it even the Jewish tradition, hallelujah, be it our own African tradition, whatever idea, you know, belief system we built around marriage, amen, has no standing. So what God, amen, called for and designed for marriage should be what we should be connecting to or else we can bring all, all other, you know, beliefs and values into our marriage. Guess what? At the end of the day, it will still collapse. Just like, amen, we've said that the days that we're living are the days of the collapse, amen, of the, of the world's philosophy. God is bringing down the ideologies of men. Every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God is coming down. Amen. This is not just something that deals with the economy. It, 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 it affects, amen, every area of human life. If you build your life, amen, on a sinking foundation, if you build your life on the belief system, on the tradition of men, if you build your life based on, amen, the, the idea, the identity, the values of Hollywood, amen, it's going to collapse. If you build your idea, amen, build your home, build your marriage, amen, on, on beliefs and values, amen, that are, that are strange, amen, to the principles of God's word, they will collapse. It's a must. They will collapse or else the word of God, hallelujah, is not true. You see, the reason why I'm saying that what we are dealing with, amen, it's not particularly addressing, you know, you know, marriage. We've got to look at marriage, amen, from a broader perspective, amen. Marriage was designed, amen, as a tool, amen, to reform, to transform, to advance, amen, society, amen, to equip the body of Christ and to continually push forth the intentions of God to the next frontier. So, if you place, amen, the secondary, amen, as primary, you will always get, amen, the wrong result. You will always get the wrong result. So, let's, let's, let's dive deep into the core. 
What was in the heart of God? What is in the mind of God when he established this institution? Everything that God created or instituted carries the essence, amen, of spirituality. The ideology, the world system, the world system philosophy, amen, as, as painted for centuries regarding marriage is one, amen, that is soulish and is emotional rather than spiritual. Let me read that again because that is a powerful statement, amen. Everything that God created or instituted, amen, carries the essence of his nature. His nature is spiritual. God is a spirit. So when I say he's spiritual, I'm not just talking about some, you know, idea you have. I'm talking about the very essence of God. So when God created marriage, hallelujah, like when he created man, amen, man was created as a spirit being. God says, let us create. Whatever God creates, carries, reflects, amen, his essence. Let us make man in our own image and in our own what? In our likeness. What is the likeness of God? The likeness of God at the values, at the virtue, amen, at the very expression, amen, of his, of his sevenfold spirit, if you will. Everything that God creates or institutes carries the essence, amen, of God. What do, what do I mean by that? Marriage, listen to this. Sex was not made for marriage. Hallelujah. Marriage was made for sex. Are you getting it? Now, you take sex. You take sex. You enjoy it, but amen. You leave the spiritual aspects, amen, of of. of, of of marriage out of sex guess what you only have a fun for a few minutes amen and then you you end up hating the person or disliking the person to the point that what comes the result of of that you know a, a relationship you have you, you you have that coming together in sex amen becomes a what a liability instead of amen a responsibility that we should joyfully embrace We have to take, we have to accept the entire package. That's why I said that if you build marriage, amen, the, the whole idea of marriage, amen, on some utopia, on some, uh, 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 you, you know, fantasy, on some romantic fantasy, you are going to end up, amen, in a state that you don't want to find yourself. What is the spirituality behind our marriage? Do you know that there is nothing more powerful, amen, in the act of spirituality than what? Than agreement. And there is no institution on earth, there is no system on earth, there is no human being, hallelujah, on earth that is as powerful as a husband and a wife that comes in agreement. If two shall agree as touching anything, Where do we have the most disagreement on earth today? Right in the home where it's supposed to be reflected the most powerful place of agreement. Why don't we agree? Because our values don't speak to each other. And when our values don't speak into each other, we throw love out of the window and we throw respect out of the door. You see our problem. Are you seeing the connection? The most powerful place 
to shake and to move nation in the place of agreement has, has been turned, amen, to the most, you know, disagreeable place. The devil is very stra strategic. He is very strategic. But to a certain degree, this is not even the problem of the devil. This is a problem of ignorance. Because, amen, you marry somebody, you do not share the same value, the same principle, the same ideology. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Sharing the same value, principle, and ideology does not mean that, amen, uh, marriage, amen, is built on, on uniformity. No, 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 no. There's uniqueness. But within that uniqueness, within, because listen, this is not somebody trying to make you who you are not. No, this is who you are. Who you are connects to, hallelujah, where, you know, somebody else. There's a connection. There's an agreement. It's like, you know, it's like, a, a, what do you call it now? It's like a magnet, amen, and, and a metal. A, 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 a magnet is not metal. Metal is not magnet. But there's an agreement. <laughs> Because they've been designed, hallelujah, to fit into each other. Their assignment, hallelujah, is connected. Even though they are two different elements. So, marriage is not cloning. It's not cloning people, no. It's not about agreeing on everything, no. It's about agreeing on the core purpose of God's intention for the marriage. Is about agreeing on the core purpose of why God brings two to. I mean, why do people run business? Unbelievers, they run business. Multi, you know, business. You, you talk about business that are running into millions and billions, and yet you have people, amen, who have different ideologies, different belief system, different religious, you know, uh, uh, background, amen, but they can come together, amen, and make the business work. What is wrong with us? Because, amen, they push the interests of their business first. Your boss is an Indian. The other one, amen, is from, you know, Kuwait. Then you, the another one is from Lagos, Nigeria. Then this other bus is from, you know, Cameroon. Then another bus is from Zambia. You've got all different kind of bus coming together, amen, forming one powerful, you know, uh, 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 union, one powerful team, amen, you know, advancing a company. And to even make it, you know, even worse these days, they don't even meet. They are all on Zoom. They are all on God knows what. But they all meet. And they all agree. You can fight. You can do whatever you want to do. But there must be a conclusion for the sake of what? The business. You see, our problem is we do not, we do not understand that. We do not even know that our marriage amen, was assigned amen, as as God's business, as God's counsel. Just like Jesus said, amen, my, 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 my assignment amen, is, to, is to continue to advance the business of my father. He said, must I not be busy? Must I not amen, be, 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 be found in my father's business when they were looking for him? It's like Jesus said, why are you looking for me? You should know where to find me. I must be about my father's business. You see, if we don't understand that, amen, 
will forever be fighting and will forever be looking for you know, things that don't matter. Those are the things that we will magnify. And those are the things, amen, that saps our energy, all right, that in fact finally leads us. Because when you imagine you're arguing all day about trivial things, somebody's going to walk and I mean, say, but this is not working. Come on, I, I can't take this again. Because you want to spend your time, amen, in things that advance, amen, what you see as what? As a priority. You want to advance what you see as a priority. Many of us do not run, amen, our marriage, amen, as, as an assignment that requires to be prioritized, amen, in the scale of preference. We don't. And so there's always an issue. There's always an issue. An issue around things that are not issue. But the moment you understand that, hey, this, 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 this marriage, this relationship, amen, has been brought together for this purpose. God wants to fulfill something. God needs something to be carried out. And he has found us worthy and faithful to carry those things out. Guess what? We want to do everything within our world, within our resource, within our strength, within our wisdom, within our knowledge to make sure that that work, that assignment is carried out. But if we don't know that, it's so easy to build our life around trivial things. And we never advance. That is what the enemy is after. And he will continue to press on that, amen, until somebody burns out, until somebody says, I cannot take it again. It's over. It's amazing. When you really sit down, and ask people, what led you to finally decide that you don't want to marry this person again? It's amazing. Trivial things. Things that can be overlooked. Things that amen, can easily be walked, you know, that, that can be dealt with. But because, amen, it's not been addressed properly, effectively, amen, it saps the energy, the resource, amen, and the time. Such that people say, I, I want to do something better with my life. I need to move on. Even among Christians, and this is why I'm saying that even this thing, amen, today is found within the church, within the body of Christ. Among spiritual leaders, among pastors. Because there's no agreement between the husband and the wife. Because the issues, amen, that ought to have been dealt with before we get married, amen, has not been dealt with. Like I said, you don't want to get married if you're still insecure. If you have not dealt with the issues of insecure, insecurity, if you have not dealt with the issue of low self-esteem, if you have not dealt with the issues of trust, if you have not dealt with the issues of your pride, if you have not dealt with the issues, amen, of, you know, of, you know, what has been done to you, if there are issues that requires healing in your life, You've got to, first of all, deal with all of those things. If you bring those things into the marriage, amen, you are going to be creating unnecessary problem. You're going to be creating unnecessary problem. Like I said, I, I, I jotted this point down, you know, years ago, I think about five years ago, if I'm not mistaken, 
I was trying to, in fact, not I was trying, I was counseling a brother and I was just, you know, trying to assist him. You know, he wants to get married. So I just felt I needed to share some of these, you know, highlights, you know, with, with him. And these are things that, of course, we've been teaching, you know, way back, you know, as a pastor. So, but I just felt I needed to just bring this, you know, dealing with the issues of values and dealing with issue of discovering ourselves, amen, before we, you know, you, you, you can marry the right person and still, hallelujah, be, be, be suffering in the marriage. You can marry the right person, amen, and still not be enjoying, amen, the essence of the marriage because the, the, what, you, what do you define by rightness, the right person? What are you looking for in the right person? What's your definition, amen, of the correct person? Say, oh, that's the right man. What are you looking for? What defines to you Amen. That, that, that woman is the right woman. That man is the right. What, what, what is it in the back of your mind? How do you define rightness? How do you define correctness? God, I'm praying for the right man. What is the definition of the right man? I'm praying for the right woman. What will be your definition? Listen, friends. I'm, I'm, I'm expressing this. The Lord just dropped this in my heart. This is a major problem. Amen. Not just in South Africa, but in, in Africa, particularly in Southern Africa. This is a huge, huge you know, issue that I'm hoping and praying that God will really give me a bigger platform that we can really take this, amen, on a larger scale. Because I tell you, if, we can, if, if I can get this right, if I can promote this, I think I'll, I, I will be half done with my assignment in South Africa. The issues of violence, the issues of, you know, the, the hatred and all these things that we are seeing, amen. This is the answer. This, this what we're talking about is the answer. I've not even begun to go into the issues of, you know. Okay, let's continue. These are things that you've got to look into. If you have these things as part of what you are searching, looking for, or what you expect to get as your primary, that's the word, your primary reason amen, for getting married. If these are things that you know, you've placed there as your primary purpose, then you should not. Because you may, you may find yourself, you may find your hands earlier burnt. Remember, I've said, I'm going to repeat it again. We marry purpose, the purpose of God. We marry into God's purpose. We marry into God's plan. You know what? So that when amen, God connects you with the, that person who aligns, who supports, amen, who is in agreement amen, with that purpose, guess what? You never have an issue of, oh, well, um, I don't, I, you, you're, not, you, you're not taking care of me. You're not spending time with me. Because you know your time is factored into what? Into the fulfillment of God's plans, plans and purpose for your life. We live to fulfill purpose. Every other thing we do must be built around, amen, the essence of our existence. The essence of our existence. We don't waste our time. We don't waste our resource, amen, building on things, amen, that we may not even see tomorrow. Remember, we are promised today. And this is why I said, amen, in the previous teaching, amen, you don't get married, amen, in heaven. The only marriage in heaven is the marriage of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Marriage ends here on earth. 
And that's why it's a purpose. It's an assignment. It ends here. So that when you get there, amen, you give what? You give an account of what you have done with the life God has given to you here on earth. So it's not a, it's not a point or a place to waste time, to waste resource. My resource, amen, the resource God has given to me, the grace God has given to me is invested into the advancement of the purposes of God. Just like the purpose of God brought me, amen, from Nigeria to South Africa, that purpose, amen, is what is still advancing, what is increasing. The battles that I face, the challenges that I face, the needs of my life, every other thing, hallelujah, about my life, amen, I see that they surround the purpose. Number one, don't seek to go into marriage, amen, for affection. Seek to go into marriage, amen, for love. Affection, amen, is a manifestation of love. If you have love, if you're seeking for love, amen, there will be a reflection of affection, all right? But what is then is love. You know, like I know that there are three kinds of love, right? Yes. The three kinds of love based on, you know, the Greek definition of love. But we know that the agape is the God kind of love. Then you have the eros love and then you have the, you know, filio, you know, the way they call the word Philadelphia, the filio love. All right. Those loves, amen, are basically an expression of affection. But guess, guess what? If the love of God is not in you and you are giving affection, that person will never be satisfied and will never be able, amen, to go on with you in fulfilling. But I understand that, yes, when you give affection, you give filial, you give, you know, uh, eros love. You know, uh, of course, the word eros comes from the word erotic. You understand? That's a sexual, you know, emotion and all of those kind of love. When you give that, oh, people may like, they may like you. But if they are not, amen, given into, amen, the agape love, you are not moving into the, the, the place of the fulfillment of God's purpose. And that's why you discover that most Christians, most, amen, passionate young Christians, when they get married earlier, with zeal and all of that, you discover that their, their passion for God, their love for God is dead. Why? Because, amen, the measure of the eros or, or, or the, you know, the, 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 the filial love, amen, has overwhelmed them. Why? Because they want to what? They want to please their husband. They want to please their wife, amen. So the more, yes, she's happy. Yes, he's happy. But guess what? At the detriment of your spiritual advancement in the things of God. You say, can this be balanced? Of course it can be balanced. When we place, amen, our love and our passion for God, when agape is the one, you know, leading us, but when you throw agape behind, unfortunately, it's not going to work. That's a hard truth that people don't want to hear. So don't marry for affection. Don't marry for beauty. Why? Because beauty don't last. The person you marry at, the, you know, at maybe in her 20, by the time all right, she gets 40, you know, hitting 50, you discover that she's not the same person again. Why? Because no matter what you do, even if you are, you are, you are, you're drinking the, the, from the fountain of youth, guess what? <laughs> All these things, amen, it has their, they have their limits. Marry for beauty, amen. Marry for the inner beauty like we have read, amen. A, a, a woman of no, no, noble character 
who can find. We're dealing with the very core, the very heart, amen, of the things we need to know. Don't marry for status. Don't marry for status. I hope you know this affects the bo- both, both sides. Don't marry for status. Oh, who is he? Where is he from? Amen. Uh, yes, he's, you know, the, the, his father is one of the, you know, the, the ruling party guys. Or whatever we, we, we define to be status. Don't marry for status. Marry for position. Marry for influence. Alright? Number four, don't marry for money. Oh, this is a big one. That's the number one thing, particularly for, for women. Amen. Yes, you want to marry amen, a comfortable man. And that's a good thing. But at what expense? At what expense? Number five. I like this one. This is for immigrants. Don't marry for papers. You see, the context has to be there. Because you are afraid, well, uh, I, I'm struggling to get my papers, you know. And this happens across the world. People go into a relationship, amen, just to have a status. Just to have, amen, a citizenship. And, and I know a lot of people do it here in South Africa. Don't do it. If you go to America as a South African, you may want to also be forced to do that. You see, you have to begin to think outside even your, of your own environment to know the challenges that... The, I can say this because when I was in Johannesburg, I know, I know the challenges that I, I went through. I know what people were suggesting to me. Why don't you just take this woman and just, you know, it's fine. Once you're married, you're married. Remember that marriage is not about just contract. Marriage, marriage is also a covenant. Don't marry because of people. Don't marry... All right. Uh, to, to become something, you know. Some people, you know, they get to be married into certain, you know, family because of, you know, uh, uh, the, the position that they will get. Only for them to be entrapped. Only for them, amen, to be, you know, to, to, be, to be lured into all kinds of things. I like this one. Don't marry because you feel obligated to do it because you have been in a long courtship. Don't do it, amen. Don't marry, amen. Because you feel obligated. You feel obligated. Well, we've been cutting. Why are you cutting somebody for three, four years? Now, now let me speak to some of those South Africans here. It's amazing. You find people living together. You are not married, but you're living together. You say, well, we're... no, that's, it's not marriage. What is the fear? Deal with that fear. Deal with that reason. That's why I said, before you go into it, there are certain things you have to deal with, you have to look at in your own life. A lot of people, amen, who, who use ma- marriage as an escape, only to be entrapped, only to find themselves, amen, not really ready. Don't marry because you feel obligated. If something on the inside of you, if you feel the Holy Spirit, or you know, maybe your God just says, no, this is not right. Find what is not right. Define what is not right. Wait on the scale of biblical truth. Listen to this. Because we don't marry perfection. Hallelujah. 
we marry into God's purpose. We marry into God's will. We marry into God's counsel. Some of us, we want perfection. You never get perfection. But you get the will of God. You get the heart of God. You get the mind of God. And then you need, amen, the sense of maturity to build. Now, what am I saying? The bottom line is, don't just marry somebody who claims to be a Christian, who claims to be a, a, you know, a believer, or the person might even claim to be a pastor. No, you have to know them, find out, amen, the fruit, the true fruit of their life. That is what you want to, amen, buy into. That is what you want to connect to. That is what you want to find. Because listen to this, somebody who, who is a bearer of the nature of God, who is a bearer of the life of God, who carries, amen, the, the, who is thriving, who is, who is pursuing to be, to be perfected in Christ, will do almost everything that will make you happy. And it's both sides. Just seeking somebody who is searching and pressing into Knowing Christ. Trying to grow in Christ. But let me give you this advice. Never marry anyone. Who portrays. An act of righteousness. But is not righteous. Who portrays. Who express. Amen. A character of a Christian. But is not one. Because there are a lot of people who do that. Don't be deceived. The Bible says by their fruit. That is what you need to discover. What is the fruit? What is the true fruit? Not be looking for, amen, this, you know, peripherals that we are looking for. No. If you don't have the right quality of, of life, you'll be searching for things that the world system asks you to be looking for. Don't marry because you feel obligated due to long courtship. Don't marry because, amen, everyone says that both of you fit into, into each other. They say, oh, this is a perfect couple. People are saying it. It's people saying it, but is that what you are saying? Is that what, amen, spiritual people around you are saying? Sometimes, amen, you need to take your relationship, amen, into the space of people that have sight, spiritual sight. Who can see things that you're not seeing. Yes. Sometimes how we see things, amen, may not be perfect. But when you come close to people who have more spiritual understanding and maturity, they are they're able to see things that you're not seeing. Hallelujah. Don't marry because everyone says both of, you, both of you fit into each other. Number eight, don't marry because of age. Well, I'm hitting 30, 40, and I've not found where well, we've dealt with the issue of finding, how you can find, how you can know. Amen? Don't let the issue of age push you. To make the wrong choice. In this time it makes all things beautiful. Number nine. Don't marry due to amen, pressure. From families and friends. Don't go into it. 
Don't do it because, amen, there's pressure. And sometimes I understand how that pressure can come, particularly from, you know, members of the family. Particularly from the mother's side. Oh, you, you got to give me a child. It doesn't work that way. I'm sure here in South Africa, in this part of the world, they don't even think about that because you can have a child before you get married. I mean, people already have three, four children before even they get married. It's amazing. Don't marry because you feel age is not, it's not on your side again. Now, I like this one. If you have made a mistake, amen, in marriage, if you have made a mistake in marriage, and the mistake is that you have, you know, you have children, you know, you have a child, you know, outside marriage, it's not an obligation to marry that person, particularly if that person is not a believer, if that person is not the person God has ordained for you. Yes, you have a child to raise, but that doesn't mean that you have to marry that person. I've heard People say, no, you have to marry that person. If I'm not mistaken, I think I've also preached it. Now that you have to marry that person. But that's not true. Because there are all kinds of things, amen, that that person may be reflecting as a character that contradicts. Remember, you did this, amen, why you were not a child of God. Maybe you even did it as a nominal Christian. But now that you have a better understanding, what should be driving you, amen, is the value, is the, is the, is the, is the life of God, is the virtue of God, is the, is the purpose of God in your life. That is the reason why you live. For this purpose, the Son of Man, amen, was manifest. What is the purpose that you have been manifest? That should be the driver, amen, and the, motiva the motivating factor of your life. Don't marry for sex. Have you noticed that the pleasure of sex is always momentary? No matter how the chemistry drives you. Oh, somebody said, well, uh, you, you've got to find somebody who can satisfy you sexually. Of course, yes, but guess what? That should not be the main reason, amen, to give your life, to offer your life, amen, to lay down your life. And of course, how do you know this? Because you're not supposed to even do it before marriage. It's amazing how this thing is a major issue. Number 12. Don't marry if there is a slightest fear in your heart about your future. You see, all the things that I've highlighted, they are, they are issues that can easily be what? Be, be eradicated when you know that you have connected to a man that man or that woman that there's an agreement spiritually spiritually there's a there's a spiritual agreement there's an agreement amen of spiritual identity of purpose all of these things are nothing but in case you want another layer amen to be certain i thought this could help us to give us you know a better understanding and a better assurance Now, I've got other reasons why you must get married. If I finish this, I might be done with, you know, uh, uh, this month's uh, 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 training. I've got, maybe I should just do that, you know, and just finish 
finish it, then I know that I am done right, with this, uh, at least for this month. Four good sessions. Reason to marry. Or do we leave this for another season? Okay, maybe I should do that. Let's leave this for another session. I think it would be nice just to finish amen, this uh, June teaching on you know, ministry, relationship, and marriage with this last point. Reason to marry. Let's leave it that way. All right? This is good. Let's, let's round up. Thank you so much, everyone that has joined me this morning. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it. Well, I thought I was just going to you know, uh, uh, do this broadcast and just leave it there because I know a lot of people at work and uh, except for those who are joining us from different parts of the world. But I'm so encouraged to see, uh, you know, the, the number of people that are really joining and connecting, you know, and actually watching on YouTube is amazing. Thank you so very much, everyone. I believe that God has given us a platform, he's given us a voice, and he will continue to lead and guide our hearts. We are speaking things that affects, that touch, that impact society, right? We want to see society change. And we are, amen, the instrument of transformation. And so we will not be held back, will not be, you know, a, a stop, will not, you know, allow the enemy to, 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 you know, to do what he does, to, to try to hinder us. We refuse to be hindered. I refuse to be hindered. May the name of the Lord continue to be glorified. I appreciate everyone. Father, we thank you once again for this beautiful time. Thank you for the things that we have once again express yes these are resources that we believe is going to help and assist our brethren out there who need to know things who need to have understanding information regarding their life we're talking about people's life here our life are not designed to be miserable they are not designed to be miserable no they are designed here to express joy and laughter and peace and fulfillment but all of this can only happen when we are connected to you and therefore, you can lead us to be connected to the right people. Father, we thank you because we believe that you help us to continue to grow and, and, and advance in the knowledge of your will for our life. Yes. Thank you, Father, for grace to find. He will find. He said, yes, a, a woman of noble character who can find. Thank you, Lord, that we can find because we have yielded ourselves, we have submitted ourselves to the spirit of wisdom, to the spirit, yes, of understanding. We humble ourselves, guide us, lead us. Thank you, Father, for those that you're already directing their steps to locate, to find. I thank you, Father, for divine connection. I thank you, Lord, for testimony that we're going to be hearing, yes, about the things that you have done. I bless your holy name. Yes, I, th I thank you, Father, because I know, yes, your testimonies are coming because of this word. These are words that you have ordained for now. Season word, now words. We bless you. We glorify you, O God, and we honor you for what you have done. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so very much, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, this is another beautiful time that we have shared. Nice uh, uh, topics that we have looked at. All right. This is our fourth one. All right. So we're going to have all right, the last one. Amen. The fifth uh, uh, session we're going to be having, I guess, this evening. Uh, and, and we're going to be dealing, dealing with reason to marry. I think I've got one, two, three, four, five five points here all right thank you so much see you later in the evening god bless you enjoy the rest of your afternoon bye-bye